Welcome to Why Would You Try That, a podcast all about trying new things and food that we wouldn't have otherwise. I'm Hunter, and this is my co-host, Matt. Yellow. Yellow is the color of the sun. And also Correct. the color of none of the things we tried. All right, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Absolutely phenomenal segue I'm coming for here. That was uh, impeccable. I give that a 10 out of 10 segue. Good job, Hunter. Thanks, Matt. Uh, so, for this one, we actually tried uh, some stuff that we actually want to talk about in depth that we actually tried in depth. So, we tried corn, that is K-U-O-R-N, meatless nuggets, which, you know, basically meatless chicken nuggets. Everybody loves are, good nugs. GMO free, soy free, and an excellent source of protein. And also, they claim to be deliciously nutritious. So, we we tried those pretty in depth. We tried them with a bunch of different sauces. We tried them plain. Uh, so we'll get into that. And then we also tried a shrimp chips thing from Kroger. I don't really know how to describe it. It just the back the package said shrimp chips. They were Wasn't like, like a or. I think I, I think it was Japanese, but I could be wrong. Um, I think we got it from like the same section as the immune drinks and stuff were there. Um, but yeah, so the shrimp chips were interesting on their own. Uh, I'll describe them in more detail later. Uh, Matt's got a protein chip that he tried that sounds really interesting that we'll it talk is, about too. It is the Quest protein chip sour cream. Oh, sour cream cheddar. Yeah. So that was, uh, if you know about Quest Bars and stuff like that, the company, right? they yeah. uh, specialize in good-tasting protein chips. I said air quotes around the good. Uh, it all comes down to personal opinion for that. But we a lot of pro- it's, a lot, it's better than a lot of protein stuff, I have to say, for that brand. And I've never tried their chips, so I'll get more depth into that later. All right. And then I had two things. So as we've talked about before, Cookout is a local place that we go to pretty frequently. Um, but I wanted to try uh, a different side because I've been looking for one that's not quite, you know, because I've been trying to get away from fries and chips here lately just because I'm not a big, I don't want to be, a, you know, eating a ton of carb all the time and a ton of potatoes. So I was like, let's see if we can find something, you know, different on the sides menu. And I tried the Cookout Ranch Chicken Wrap. We'll get into that. It was not very big, so... That'll be uh, another one. And then recently I was in Florida and I wanted to check out the or I wanted to check out something that I'd heard about online called soft shell crab, which I will get into. At the end of this episode, we will talk about soft shell crab and my experiences with it. So let's kick it off right with back to cookout. We'll start with the cookout range chicken wrap. The cookout ranch chicken wrap was not very good. <laughs> I, uh, I I thought, you know, oh, you know, maybe it'll just be chicken and ranch, a little bit of cheese, maybe some lettuce. It'll be like a the old school uh, McDonald's like crispy chicken ranch snack wrap. You know, those were mm, delicious. But uh, no, it was like it was like two and a half inches long and uh yeah 
No, it was like the chicken was overcooked. There was almost like nothing in with it. There was like maybe a hint of ranch, some cheese jammed in the back, and that was about it. It was not not exactly what I was hoping for. Um, but as a side, I mean, I guess I can't really complain that there are other sides. Some of them aren't very big, so it's really hit or miss on that menu, whether you get like a side that is a ton of fries or like five cheese curds. Like it, it, it's very, it's very dependent on what you get, how much you get as a side. Like you could get two orders of fries and you'd get so much extra as your side. But with that, you get like a two and a half inch wrap and it's feels like it's gone in three bites. I've also noticed that uh, it all, like the the workers there it depends who's working. It depends on the time of the day and how busy they are. Like some people, I don't know who's actually putting the food together in the back. I'm just assuming that different people put different amounts because it's I I if I ask for two sides of fries, sometimes I get a huge huge heap of it, or I get an okay amount. Like I I can see how it could be two sides. But it really depends. Like a lot of times, it's busy, and that's when they just throw it on. They don't really care. Or if it's too, very late, like they close at like three or four, right? Something per yeah. a.m. It, it's it's like five or no, it's like four. I think, I think three or four. I think it's four, and they open at ten. Something like that. Something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're if you're going at that late, then can't really expect the workers to care too much. I guess, but. Right. It depends on the time of the day, really, all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I went at, what would that have been, 7.30, 7.40 when I texted you earlier and said I was just mm-hmm. going to go get it? Yeah, I mean, I, I I certainly thought I was hoping I was going to get something decent on that end, but, I mean, what do you expect? It's a side wrap. I mean, you're not going to yeah. get a full, big, like, six-inch long wrap, you know? You would hope for it, though. Yeah. You would hope for an average size wrap, but it it's usually two and a half inches. But anyway. um, So, yeah, that was pretty much my experience with that. Um, then when we got back, we tried the... Let's talk about the shrimpy chippy is what I put the down. I wrote down shrimpy chippy, the shrimp chips. So I think they're really good because I'm a big seafood person. Uh as is as may be evident with the fact that I wanted to try soft shell crab. So I don't know why my voice started doing that, but um yeah, go ahead and uh let me know what you thought you were getting yourself into with the shrimpy chippy. Well, beforehand, you told me that it was pretty similar. So uh I thought it was weird. Like I like shrimp, mm-hmm. but I kind of want it to be shrimp. <laughs> it threw me off when it tasted very similar, like you said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge seafood guy, though. I, right. I do enjoy shrimp, but I don't really care for the chips. Like, I couldn't see myself eating a whole bag of those. Right. Like, a couple, a couple just to try, but I could not sit down and finish the bag. I absolutely could. I, I almost did right there while we were talking about it after you tried it. Um, they, uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird concept to have these like puff chips that are shrimp flavored, 
and are so close to the actual taste of shrimp that you're like, why, why, why is this a thing? But at the same time, like, I love it. I don't, it's so, <laughs> it's so brilliant that there's just these random puff chips that taste exactly like shrimp. It's like, it's like, I don't want to go take the time to get actual shrimp. Let me just eat some chips that taste exactly like it. Like, it's the epitome of human engineering making or food engineering, like making it a uh, finally making a flavor that tastes exactly like the thing that it's supposed to be. You go to Olive Garden, order shrimp carbonara. They just throw those things on the plate. <laughs> throw that on the plate. Yeah. You wouldn't really taste the difference. It would just be weird. You'd probably soggy. Uh, it, it probably... <laughs> you would taste. You would. It would taste different for sure. But I, I feel like. I feel like with. Yeah, I feel like with like shrimp, obviously, when you put it in something like that, it's gonna like no way. Yeah, it's gonna like I don't know. The shrimp flavor is gonna like invade everything else when it's real shrimp. Like the chip is just it. It itself tastes like it. It's not like oozing that sort of aroma. Yeah. But yeah, pretty. I mean, pretty much. That's sort of where we where I was at on that. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, so what I sort of expected was that it was going to taste sort of fishy, but I didn't think it was going to be like exactly right. Like I I did I definitely didn't think it was going to taste so much like shrimp that I was going to be like in love with the fact that it was good. Like I was surprised that it was really good. Uh, I thought it was going to be like disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be really bad. I I thought There's it was going to be weird. Fish chip. Yeah. Some, some something that's supposed to taste like shrimp in a chip that just seems very off-putting and then you eat it and you're like this they actually did a pretty good job i was worried that it wasn't gonna be like shrimpy enough i know i was worried that it wasn't gonna be like good enough for us to finish the bag after we tried it uh but like i mean i'm going to now so i could i could i could sit down and eat the whole bag would i want to do it no i would do it if you didn't like it but yeah i i I would finish it because it wasn't awful yeah so it's not too bad yeah so all right so what do you give it out of 10 and what are you comparing it to since we since you've been comparing them to things what are you comparing them i'm i'm comparing it to like other chips as well as weird chips i guess I don't really. I haven't really had that many weird chips, though. Right. So I guess I just compare it to chips, like your standard. I love Takis. Right. Uh, not a very fishy flavor. I'm not a huge fish person. <laughs> right. But yeah, so it's eatable, edible. Edible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Eatable. It's eatable. Yeah. It. I give it a six. Ooh. Not. Not my favorite. Not that good. But I would finish it, like I said. It's edible, yeah. Um, I mean, for chips, like I said, I'm trying to get away from them. But like, in terms of my favorite chip, it's probably like an eight. Like it's up there. I mean, it's probably not a nine or a ten. I'd reserve that for like top of the line. Like I'd kill this whole bag of potato chips type of chips. Yeah. But I, I think it's an 8. And I think it's an 8 because 
it just sort it is it is so the seafood aspect the way that it tastes exactly like it like it's almost more fascinating to me than it is good yeah i kind of agree with that but oh man yeah no i i absolutely adored it <laughs> i think it's great i think it's great I that did... they made these random chips that taste like shrimp i can't get over it Probably sounds like hotcakes wherever it's from. Yes. It said it was super popular. I can't remember what the bag said. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, staying on the same vein of chips, protein chips, you said. What were those like? Yeah. Okay, so these things are supposed to be for, like, keto. It's, like, high-protein, low-carb type foods. Good snacks for really anyone. Uh, it's also gluten-free, no soy, soy-free, and they're baked and never fried. Hmm. The company is known for just spew of snacks. Like you get Quest bars. You say you said Quest, Quest right? Chips. They have yeah. Quest cookies, Quest bars, stuff like yeah. that. I've I've had them before. I've not had the chips before until recently when I tried these. Uh, I saw the cheddar and sour cream. Uh, before they have four net carbs, four grams net carbs and nineteen grams of protein, mm-hmm. and I saw it's cheddar and sour cream, and I was like, you know what? They might taste like ruffles, because <laughs> yeah. I I do like ruffles. Ruffles are a good chip, in my right. opinion, but and they're also high in protein. Questions. So when I had it, uh, very weird. It tasted good, but just weird, because. You get the crunchiness of the chip. It doesn't really have that. Like you eat it, and it's kind of like a soft what? chip, which is what? kind of yeah. You throw, soft it, chip. I, I'm baffled. This is the it, weird. It's so it's it's stiff. It's not like it's flimsy or anything. It's it's a it's a it's stiff just, soft chip. So it's more like crackery. No, that's no. crunchy. That's that's it's softer than a cracker. So it's it's. So what you're saying is it's stiff because it's thin. It's almost like a stale chip then. Uh, Texture wise. Kinda. It's it's a <laughs> kinda. Kinda like but the taste, it doesn't taste like that. The taste is because the texture, I would give the texture like a five. It's somewhat weird. Really? I mean, you could get used to it. Uh it's not not too terrible. Yeah, we're fifty percent good enough. The taste probably eight out of ten. That it was really good for a chip like this. It was powdery. Uh, you could taste the cheddar. It didn't really remind me of a uh, ruffle though. Really? No, it was cheddar-y, but not like that profound. So it was it was a good chip. I I think it's pretty good, but also as the uh the brownie that I talked about before, it's up in it's up there in price. You get us a, a decently sized bag. It's not too big. Kind of small for a lot of things, but I think it's not too terrible. I think I think it was cheaper than the brownie. I think it was like two two something. The brownie was like three something. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I think it. I think it was a pretty good, 
experience. Sounds interesting. So it was it, interesting. So what 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 would you give it out of ten? I don't I don't know if I caught I caught overall, the texture okay. one, but overall, what would you give it out of ten? Okay, so the texture was a five. The yeah. taste was an eight. So I'd probably give it. I give it a seven because most of the chip is just from taste. Yeah. Like I, I can get past the uh the, the texture, but it was just a little weird, a little different. Yeah. So since seven out of ten solid. Since it's an alternative for another type of food, what would you give it for chippiness? On a chippiness scale. On a chippiness scale. What? <laughs> what does that mean? How, how like chips were they? Oh, uh, how chip adjacent were these chips? Consider that, like, if you think about it, it's a baked chip. So compare it to like Lay's baked. Yeah. Um. Yep. I would say probably. Six or seven out of ten. Yeah. On the likeness. It has the same look. This kind of the same feel. Uh a pretty good taste, but it's that weird texture for me. Yeah. Well, I think that's fair. So um staying with alternatives for foods, we tried the corn. Meatless nuggets. Q U O R N corn. So, uh, what what did we think about what when we got them? What did you think we were gonna get ourselves into? Um, I haven't really Uh-oh. had any vegan project products or anything like that before. Yeah. Like I've never had tofu. Uh. Stuff like that. I did not know what it was going to be like. The name kind of resembles corn. So something along that. But like, I thought it was going to taste, at least have the texture of a nugget. I didn't really know what else. I didn't know what the taste was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So on my end, I thought, I thought it was going to have a strange taste, but I thought it was going to be like, at least sort of attempted to be as close to a chicken nugget as possible, which we found out we didn't really get the taste of a chicken nugget, but we did sort of get the feel, I suppose, the look, all of those things. Yeah. So I'm going to actually get into the ingredients list and we're going to, we're going to go through this and then we're going to have to talk about it because it doesn't resemble what we were thinking. Unless unless I take a look at one of the ingredients that I think is going to be a big deal and see uh, if that has contains what we think it contains. The ingredients of Corn's Meatless Nuggets is 43% mycoprotein, wheat flour, canola oil, egg whites, yeast extract, and then less than 2% of wheat starch, potato dextrin, salt, wheat, gluten dextrose, whole egg, pea fiber, milk proteins, calcium chloride, black pepper, which we tasted, yeast, onion powder, sage, and sugar. Is this vegetarian or vegan? 
meatless, so I, I don't I don't know. Because it has egg whites is the big thing. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I don't I know. Smell, what is I, I I don't I don't probably know. vegetarian if that's the case. What do you want? Yeah. Okay, so you want so, to find so, out that so, first, or do you want to know what mycoprotein is? So yeah, I wanted you to look into mycoprotein before we started, so that I could know what in the world that is. Okay, so mycoprotein. First thing that came up was corn. Us slash mycoprotein. So it's on corn's website. An absolute shocker coming in okay. from that one. What is mycoprotein? Yeah. Mycoprotein is a sustainable source meat-free super protein that is naturally high in protein and fiber and low in saturated fat. To make mycoprotein, we take one of the Earth's most nutrient-rich foods, fungi, that grows in the soil. This fungus is known as Fusarium venenatium. We use this we then use the age-old process of fermentation, the same process used to create bread, beer, and yogurt, to grow mycoprotein. This process creates a sustainable meat alternative that has a closer taste and texture to meat versus other plant-based proteins. Because producing mycoprotein uses 90% less land and water than producing some animal protein sources, it is a great example of a more sustainable protein source for a growing global population. Wow. So it is fermented fungus. Fascinating. What do you think, what do you think about you us just eating fermented fungus? We had fermented fungus nuggets, huh? <laughs> Without even knowing, we did. We had fermented fungus nuggets. What an interesting take. Take. So yeah, I mean it. It didn't taste bad, so I guess in theory, if someday I, we have to go away from meat, meat, then shit. I you wonder know? what would happen Wouldn't if this us. is healthy if you don't cook it. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, that, oh, that was the thing that I didn't. Yeah, so it, we had to cook it still, obviously, but you have to cook it either. Yeah. Not really. I mean, well, yeah. Meat, I, meat, I mean, wise, I mean, it's a better free, to cook freezer yeah. nugget. You're probably gonna cook it for a little bit, you know. Plus, I mean, the the other stuff in it probably needs cooked, but some, but um, yeah, it's it's an interesting concept. So, so now that we've now that we've told you what what it is, now that we know what it is, let's go back in time to when we tried it, and <laughs> let's talk <laughs> about. Talk about what it was like when we tried it. Because our first impression, we ate the first one uh, clean. No no sauce, nothing. Just straight up ate it. I took the first bite while it was still too hot, but I still got enough of the flavor and kept going. So, yeah, it, it tasted like cornbread. It's what That's yeah. what I got. So when I looked it up i was expecting to see corn in there somewhere but it was nowhere to be found not even in mycoprotein but maybe maybe they're self-aware and they know that's why their name is corn but even they probably that, know their products taste like corn but it's not actually that corn doesn't make sense. i mean yeah i suppose but yeah I, fermented fungus huh yep fermented fungus that tastes like corn <laughs> what a wacky thing 
fermented it's, fungus nuggets that taste like cornbread. It's a fascinating world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> Very interesting. I did not. That's the last thing I would have expected, honestly. Yeah. So what what did you say when we were eating it? You said it tastes like cornbread, but it's the texture of like a fish nugget almost. Yeah. It had like some like it was very uh like how like a salmon would feel. Yeah. That's kind of what the inside was like and it has like the little crunchy outside the breading. Yeah. I I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing and I I think I made the joke that you could you know, break them up and throw them into ham and beans, have you some ham and beans and cornbread like grandma used to make. But like, it was, it's an interesting thing to try. And we we might as well get into the sauces because on its own as a chicken nugget alternative, it's a nugget alternative. It's not a chicken nugget because you don't really get much chicken. You don't taste any chicken. Um, as a meatless chicken nugget alternative, I suppose, but you're it's more a nugget alternative, not really a chicken alternative. Um, yeah. But then we tried it with mustard. Mustard completely drowned out any flavor that could have possibly been gathered from the taste. I mean, it didn't even taste like cornbread anymore. It tasted like you were eating mustard with... Mustard some, nugget. Yeah, mustard nugget. Um, ketchup? Ketchup, we said... Kind of mask. It didn't like mask it completely, but it did uh impact the cornbready fishiness of it. Yeah. Kind of just like a regular nugget almost. Yeah. Not and quite then, though. And then we tried the um what oh, honey mustard, like Ken's honey mustard. Ken's honey mustard. Yep. And it was I recall it being so sweet that it tasted it tasted even so, more like cornbread. It was just like yep. the sweetest thing I've ever had. Like it was weird how sweet it was for eating something nugget like that I just pulled out of an air fryer, you know. Like I also uh recognized with the Ken's honey mustard that it was hit you at two different times. Like it would you you dip it in the honey mustard, you eat it, mm-hmm. and you get mostly just the cornbread like tasting nugget and then the, it kind of hits you as you're chewing yeah but it doesn't really cover it it kind of adds to it and then we did say so we tried it with some sweet baby rays barbecue sauce um and as i recall matt looked at me and said this is actually making it more chicken like which i agreed with it, it did taste more tasted more like a regular chicken nugget when it had barbecue sauce with it which was interesting yeah. So if you are going to try this, barbecue sauce would be the way to go if you want to make it as chicken alike chicken possible. nuggets as possible. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. And then you you mixed everything together and ate oh, it with yeah. everything. <laughs> all of those was, sauces together and you said it was, it was good. good. So It was good. It was weird. They all kind of complimented each other <laughs> in a weird way. It's just, it's just... Maybe it was just the fungus that's getting to my brain. <laughs> It's just so you to mix everything together, even if it seems weird, and just be like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I'm not very picky. No. Yeah, there's a fungus among us. Oh, no. Fungus among us. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Among us. Um, He said the word. He said the word. That's the name (laughs) of the game. (laughs) Um, Anyway. 
So uh, another thing that I'm going to have to break down the process of is the soft shell crab. So I think I saw it on a cooking show or online or something before I left to go to Florida. So the whole time down there, I was pestering uh, my family to let me go somewhere where I could try it. And none of the places we went to that they liked down there uh, had it. So I I was getting ready to come back, and I knew that there was a place in Lexington that uh, had soft-shell crab, a place called Storming Crab over by the mall. And I figured I'd order it that night when I got back because uh, it was actually pretty good. But uh, first, I want to talk about what it is. So I think... I think I already explained it some, but like when when I first said soft shell crab, what would what would you think, Matt? What would you think uh, it was? Uh, crab with the soft a soft shell. <laughs> well, yes. I not, yeah. What do you think the preparation process is though? Before knowing. Yeah. Um. Probably like older crabs or something like that. That's probably what I would have thought. Mm. Like softer shells. Right. So do you remember? Do you remember what I said it was? Yeah, I do. Okay. So uh, essentially what it is is when crabs lose their shell or when they when they molt their shell, like anything with an exoskeleton, they they shed it. Um, and it's it's almost like, you know, uh, think of Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob if you if you if you know what I'm talking about, like when he loses his shell, he's that like soft pink, you know, blobby kind of soft, you know, guy at the Navy reunion, whatever it is. Like it's it's like that they lose their shell. Eventually they grow one or eventually it comes back. But what he was there, uh, at least from what I've read, would be the soft version of what would eventually harden into a new shell. So when crabs lose their shell, they're really soft and they will pull them out of the water at that point to stop them from growing a harder shell so that it's all soft and all like, you know, able to be bit through and they take it and they, you know, cut out certain parts of it. They like dress it almost like they do. They take out like certain organs and, you know, stuff that you probably shouldn't eat and then they fry the whole thing of what's left and you eat it as a whole fried crab it's um it's it i it sounded interesting i wanted to try it i I knew it wouldn't be it wouldn't taste like the crab meat you have on like a sandwich or in a crab cake like i knew it wasn't going to be exactly like that because you don't eat the whole crab normally so I, I thought it would be interesting. So I ordered it. I got two and uh, it wasn't like the whole like it had been broken apart. So it wasn't the whole crab, but uh, or it wasn't still all in one piece. But it's it's an interesting flavor. Like like there are parts of it that are still really crab like. And since it's deep fried, like you 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 don't really taste anything too crazy. Like your regular crab flavor you expect you get from like some of the thinner areas but once you get like some of the thicker like meat areas it's almost like so juicy and almost sloppy that it's it, it almost weirds you out a little bit like I, I, being someone who likes seafood like I, I said earlier 
I was able to get through all of it, but by the end, I was like, gross. yeah, but by the end of it, I was like, man, if I wasn't into this, I would yeah, I'd probably think this was super gross. Yeah. So I probably think it would be gross. The episode is season four, episode <laughs> 61B. It aired May 6, 2005 in the United States, May 23, 2005 in Canada, and June 6, 2005 in the uh, United Kingdom and Ireland. Yeah. And that is called Shell of a Man. Shell of a Man. Soft shell of a crab. Heck yeah. Jamie, pull that up. Jamie, Jamie, pull that up. Let's watch the SpongeBob episode. Uh, <laughs> let's watch a whole SpongeBob episode. I mean, it's only like... It is only minutes. 11 minutes, so... Oh, yeah, I guess you gotta take take count for ads, too. I mean, yeah, that's the way it was. SpongeBob was killing the game, dude. 11-minute episodes, and then about four or five minutes of ads, 11 more minutes of episodes. Or a new eleven minute episode, but um, yeah, good so show. I'd say I'd say as someone who wanted to try it, I'd say maybe I should try it in Florida, <laughs> you know, somewhere where it's probably a bit fresher. But I'd I'd say it was still like I don't know, it was probably like a six or a five out of ten, you know. It wasn't good, like it wasn't my favorite thing ever, but it wasn't wasn't disgusting. Like I, I ate the whole thing, so it couldn't have been that bad. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It wasn't wasn't my favorite for sure. It, it's it's not a great it's not a great thing when you say that it's super like sloppily juicy meat. It's, Almost non edible if you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah, it's kind of if you do if you don't like it, it's definitely gross. Like I don't. It's probably like more of a delicacy type thing, but I'm trying to imagine like the sandwiches they make out can't be exactly like the one I had. So I'm going to have to try it again in Florida or somewhere and try to get it from somewhere where it's like supposed to be really good. Test it out there. So what do you feel about um, uh, what's it called? Red Lobster. What's your opinions on that? What about Red Lobster? How do you feel about it? The restaurant? Yeah, like where we are, like in Lexington, like oh. in the area that's not next to like any like like a like a seafood restaurant in the middle of the country. But like, I feel I feel like with Red Lobster, like you get a lot of the frozen stuff. Like you get like crab legs that they probably busted out of the freezer and you know cooked up. You get like you you get some live lobsters. I mean, they got the little tanks. Um. At least the one I went to in Illinois did. I don't know about Kentucky, but um, and and the shrimp probably. salt probably frozen popcorn shrimp type stuff. I mean, I, I Red Lobster is more of that type of place. I'm talking like this place is like Cajun inspired food, and you're probably not like hard hard. You're probably not hard freezing soft shell crab. Like I'd imagine that's something you have to cook relatively quickly i, I mean i how... feel like that's probably why it was uh all weird it was probably because it was frozen probably probably had to be frozen since we're nowhere close to the uh ocean yeah. a beach yeah, yeah. That's a, that's but funny. yeah i'm not a big uh red lobster guy i'm not a big seafood guy uh, yeah, my mom yeah. hates it so growing up we uh never really got that because of her alone i don't hate it I don't like it, but I don't hate it. 
Yeah. But I've never really had Red Lobster, so I don't really know how seafood really fares. I was going to say, if you want to know my seafood, you know, traditions almost. When I was, my last few days in Florida, one of the places I went to, uh, we went to, I ordered calamari as an appetizer, which I don't know. I've had you, calamari before. Which if you, I like yeah, calamari. You know, so it's uh, squid or octopus. I don't even, it's squid, I think. Yes. Um, it is squid. Fried squid. And it's good stuff. And then uh, I got the seafood platter, which was deep fried clam strips, which is little little tiny strips of clam. Oyster, deep fried. and I don't think I would like oyster. And um, shrimp and something else. But how do you deep fry an oyster? Don't you have to like <coughs> crack the shell the and, innards, and slurp it? Yeah. So you just deep fry the innards? Pretty much. Okay, that might not be too bad. But so I, I had all of that, and it was all, it was all pretty good. I mean, I, I was not complaining. It was tasty stuff. But yeah, I'm not really picky when it comes to seafood. I, I, I'm willing to eat it. I'm not really gonna scoff at you know an oyster or a clam or you know whatever. Um, I like burgers. I like big burger guy. I like burgers. But yeah, so yeah. Um, so it's time for that part of the episode where we talk about whether people should try it. Uh, so jumping back all the way to the first one, what did we talk? What did we even talk about? first? Oh, the cookout ranch chicken wrap. Yeah. yeah not great. Um, I would recommend finding something else on the side menu. Like their, their fries are really good. I, if you're going to try cookout, you got to get the fries. Like if you're gonna try cook out get like Cajun fries or like even regular fries, like don't don't get it don't get wild. Get something get something good, you know. Have your first experience be good and then you can start trying stuff when you've had it. Six if you get a large tray, you get two sides, you could do one fry and then one go wild. Yeah, like we've had it like forty times now, so we can try whatever we want at this point. Yeah. But like for your first time, yeah, I mean burger or chicken strips with fries and something else and drink that's that also recommend the quesadilla it's a good go-to i haven't had that i should have tried that too quesadilla pretty good um and then we did shrimp chips shrimpy chippy so uh i think so yeah what do you think think on that Ah! somebody should try it at least try it yeah, I would say, especially if they like seafood, give it a try. If you don't like shrimp, don't give it a try. Big yeah. thing is, if you like shrimp, try it. That's my thing. Yeah, I like try like shrimp enough, but I don't think I don't see myself eating these chips. I feel like it's a good introduction for a picky eater to seafood. I I agree with that because you don't have to have like a meaty, wet texture. You can have a chip that tastes like it, and you be like, it tastes like this. Basically, that's what I think. I think you should try anything, but definitely give it yeah, give it a try. Might as well give it a try. You know, even if you just eat one chip and go, eh, you know, still it doesn't cost that much anyways, so right. it's not gonna be like yeah. put you in a hole. Um, <laughs> Nothing and, too bad. Yeah, absolutely. And then the protein chips. What do you think on that? Um, I think people should try it. I think at least 
one bag. Like they sell it individual bags. Like I only bought one. I didn't buy like a giant bag or something like that. Like right. my the serving was one bag and it's thirty two grams. I don't know how many chips are actually in that, but I would say probably about thirty to forty chips or something. Not yeah. too bad. That's not bad. So yeah, I I would say try it. Give it at least a try. Yeah, I would say again, any protein type thing. If you're looking for something like that, might as well give it a try. I mean, it sounds sounds interesting at least. Plus, it's sort of a chip alternative. So you know, mm-hmm. um, with the nuggets, what are we what are we thinking? Try, don't try. Um, if you what was the what was the price on that compared to like regular nuggets? I feel like they weren't cheap. I don't. I think they were pretty expensive still. I feel yeah, they definitely weren't cheap. Um, so my my thing on that is, if you're trying to be vegan or vegetarian, whatever they are, um, right. I would say give them a try. If you're not, it'd be cheap. Like if you just eat meat, uh, it's gonna be cheaper and it's gonna taste better. If you just get regular nuggets, might be it might be a little less. Actually, looking at the uh nutrition facts on the back of it earlier it was pretty similar just to like regular nuggets right so i think that it's not going to be that different yeah if you're not doing it because of a lifestyle specific thing then i would say nuggets are going to do you just fine but if you are then yeah they're not bad i mean they taste kind of like cornbread they're nugget consistency adjacent they're not terrible i mean they're okay um we all the texture is also fine. it's not gonna you know it's it doesn't gross it's not gonna gross anybody out i don't think it's it, it it's an alternative for a nugget based food yeah so eat that fungi the fermented fungi fermented chicken fungi. nugget <laughs> but yeah um we air fried it instead of like deep frying mm-hmm. uh i think on the box it Bake. recommends yeah. baking it yeah so I don't know how it would be if you deep fry it. Like normally, some like a lot of people deep fry or bake their uh, chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how it would be if you tried to deep fry these. That might be another experiment for the next time yeah. or some other time. Be a fun guy. Try some fermented fun guy. Yes. Uh, bread tasting fun guy. And then lastly, the soft shell crab. I'm going to go ahead and give you a wicked. Don't try it unless you're willing to waste some money trying it. Like, I think it cost me $13 for two soft shell crabs, which was like four pieces, like four decent sized fried pieces and, you know, some fries. Like, it was like 13 bucks. So, if, if you're willing to get it and eat, like if you're willing to get it and try it for the t- for just to try it but you don't expect to finish it like then it's worth trying it but if you get it and you're like not willing to waste any of it and you don't like it then I don't think it's worth getting so if you anticipate you might like it try it if you don't think you're going to like it don't try it don't, don't even go anywhere near it just, just stick with something else there's, there's it goes with a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff that we're going over, though, it's really just you got to know what you like and what you don't like. 
and you can't just take our word for it completely. Yeah, but I feel like for a lot of things, like you can you can just try it and it won't kill you. Like, uh, but yeah. with this, like, I I don't know if it's worth trying it. I mean, like like I always say, I think you should try anything, but in this case, I can see where it would gross somebody out, and I just if you if you're like me and you're fascinated by it, try. I, yeah, like, I'm probably not going to try it. If you're willing to take a bite and then toss the rest of it if you don't like it, then go go for it. You know, but if you're not that type of person, like if you if you get it and you'll be like furious that you took one bite and didn't like it, then I wouldn't get it. All right. That was the third episode. We uh, breezed through these and uh, as always, uh, quick shout out to kevin mcleod for his online musical stylings that we use as our theme song that a lot of people have used a lot of his songs on youtube or in different places on the internet over the years and a reminder as always that it's fun to try new things and broaden your horizons so always as always i try i challenge you to try something you you wouldn't have otherwise obviously that is safe Obviously that you're willing to spend the money on if you even if you don't like it and make others ask, why would you try that? Goodbye.